Yo, Scotty Mo, they was just 28 when they thought this episode would be great. They were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> now they gotta do a show with Danny Phantom. Now they gotta do a show Danny Phantom. Fuck <laughs> it's fuck fiction. <laughs> 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 Welcome to Fun Fiction, the show where two idiots ruin that thing you like, and I'm an ultra, ultra recyclo vegetarian, Scotty Moore. I'm going ghost. I'm Megan Danger. Oh man, I thought I really thought I would have more positive memories of Danny Th- Phantom before before approaching this episode. <laughs> I feel like this has become a running theme uh, on Fun Fiction. Uh, namely, Scotty going, man, I remember this being better. (laughs) Yeah, 110% that was me coming into this. Because, like, I thought of things I could have said about this show. Like, I do like how it's almost like media growing with you. Like, you grew up with Fairly Odd Parents, and then they gave you, like, a more adult show from the same creator in the form of Danny Phantom. So, yeah, that's fun getting to see, like, a creator grow with you with what they create. Um, no. <laughs> no. It's just a- but also, I am I am a tough get for, like, superhero shows like this, because, like, I couldn't get into, like, Ben 10 or... I can, ben 10's the only one I can remember, but, like, the, the cartoons that were made for kids that were about superheroes and were, like, a little too adult, I just couldn't see, get into. See, I feel like Ben 10 is a really good example of a, a show that grew with its audience. Yeah. And then immediate, and then just sloped right back down. <laughs> <laughs> it grew it grew up with its audience and then went, well, they're old now, back down we go. <laughs> Uh, I mean, like, with everything, like, Hey Arnold, I couldn't really get into. I was like, no, Rugrats and Angry Beavers. That's the kind of child I am. Don't give me adult shit in my cartoons. But then I rewatched the show, and it's not- Wait, wait, Hey Arnold was adult shit? It was adult shit. It was- I guess it okay reality shit. Is this I was gonna say is this us hitting our age difference or what? <laughs> is it I get reality shit may be the better way to describe it because Rugrats was just like baby fantasies. Angry Beavers were two beavers what liked to hug, <laughs> and then but then there were shows like Hey Arnold or Recess <laughs> that were very like based in reality that I didn't like. But Danny, that doesn't help because Danny Phantom <laughs> is his show about a boy what becomes a ghost i'm sorry no no i'm still over here uh where scotty's scotty's like yeah my my favorite cartoons baby fantasies and beavers that like to hug <laughs> it's, it's fucking I, look fucking you and butch hartman deserve each other <laughs> i did and this is not a joke and this i should save this for the fairly odd parents episode but i'm not going to i did set up as a child a legitimate like fan group for fairly odd parents at my <gasps> middle school where, oh, no. where I well, created like little shitty pamphlets talking about each episode of fairly odd parents and gave them out oh. to all of the fellow fans of the odd oh. parents. Oh, it hurts. Oh, it hurts my body. But for now, let's get into Danny Phantom, a show that honestly I could not remember much of. So I bought a subscription to Paramount Plus just to watch four episodes of Danny Phantom. And just off those four episodes, I could write a fucking thesis because <laughs> this show is not that good. When- there were so many upsetting parts of that sentence, the least of which was I bought a subscription to Paramount Plus <laughs> to watch four episodes of Danny Phantom. <laughs> That might be a more upsetting sentence than than, than the cringe, fairly odd parents middle school fan club. (laughs) I also had forgotten the word fan club, so thank you for reminding me of what it was. Would you like to know, I think I only found about, I found six problematic things in four episodes, which is not a good ratio. You probably want less than one per episode, and I'm already hitting like 1.5. The Butch Hartman Golden Ratio. <laughs> <laughs> um, I well, firstly, I watched the pilot, 
which is a pilot to a show. It's whatever. They do fight a lunch lady. What becomes meat? And it is the fucking worst. Then I- there, sh- there sure were some ghosts on that show. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. And we talked about this before the show. He's got a good rogues gallery. He's got like the headhunter. He's got his rival and Vlad Masters. He's got evil Danny. He is like Spider-Man because he's got like a bunch of them that are good. But then like some weird fuckers along the way, like the box ghost. I was just about to say the box ghost. <laughs> <laughs> and like like Vlad, I, I like Vlad. We, we talked about this. God, we talked about this so much before we actually yeah. got on the down on mike like i i like vlad um part of the reason i like vlad is it's is because i i hate danny's dad so (laughs) so goddamn much and we'll have to talk about danny's parents and how much they fucking suck um but but vlad is an incel vlad has very powerful incel energy (laughs) well that one's kind of a given also i love how they did harry potter's ending before harry potter did it as far as vlad and loving his mom and stuff like that but I did forget one key component of Vlad's character, and it is the fact that he fucking loves the Green Bay Packers. I, I did forget that as well. The greatest line in the history of Danny Phantom is at the end of the first episode with Vlad, which I thought was really good. I That one was one of my favorites because, like, Vlad serves as a very good foil to Danny. It is a big matter of how the fuck's he going to beat him? And eventually it's, I can't beat you. We're just going to have to strike up a deal. But before that, Vlad comes in the room and he's trying to offer Danny, like, join me and we could rule the earth together as cool ghost buds. And Danny delivers the greatest line ever, which is, your money can't buy my mom. It can't buy the Packers. It can't buy me. Just that fucking single one. It, your money can't buy the Packers, Vlad. It can't buy them. You can't have them. You can't get my mom. You can't get the Packers. You can't get my mom's puss. <laughs> um, but yeah, that episode. Let's let's go through the problematic things in that one. This one, I think, was the most, had the most uh, problematic things. One, Vlad sends a series of vulture ghosts to kill Danny's dad, which is okay until the vultures are depicted as the most stereotypical Jewish characters, and it's real rough. It's real rough. Like, they're flying down, and they're like... (laughs) Maybe this boy can help us find him. I've been looking everywhere. I'm like, no, no. Christ. And uh, at the end of that scene, one of the Jew vultures does do a... (laughs) (laughs) One of the jultures... This club has everything. (laughs) Jultures, Jewish vultures. Uh, One of them does do a big shit onto Danny's head to end that one. Um... One of Danny's dad's, like, friends from college, in addition to Vlad, is an Asian reporter whose name is Harriet Chin, and Danny's dad does call her Harry Chin and make it a big, big joke, so... (sighs) It's fun, like, going through the show and seeing what parts Butch had a hand in, because, like, they're clear. Oh, Butch. Uh, another one, I, I of course had to watch the episode with Ember, because Ember can fucking get it. 110%. She's a ghost, so I can say this. I don't care. <laughs> it's fine. She's dead. That makes it okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's cool, guys. It's not weird. She's deceased. Uh, no, but that, that was just, just another moment, uh, of, of, of fun fiction horny on main synchronicity where we were texting about the, about Danny's rogues gallery and I was like yeah I always liked that one girl ghost what played the guitar <laughs> Scotty did immediately text back yeah she could get it and I'm like fuck we are so goddamn predictable <laughs> <laughs> well during the end like cuz obviously her power comes from the world cheering her on it cuts to 
different cultures around the world cheering oh, her on. Fuck me. And they're all bad with one surprising instance, and that's the group of Africans watching. And to me, because when it cut to them, they're just going like, general, yay! And I, I immediately said, Butch did something bad there. And they had to definitely cut it out and overdub normal yays over that. Because every other culture had a, just a racist depiction of what they look like cheering. I, I love that, like... 1950 whatever Dr. Seuss books and 2004 Bush Hartman have the same problems. Yeah. Uh, he hates vegetarians, which is ultimately clear with his depiction of fucking Sam, Danny's not girlfriend, but kind of girlfriend. God, she's the worst through the whole thing. There's a part in the episode where they rescue a gorilla, which... We're going to get into a whole thing about this gorilla in a moment where Danny and Tucker like pass out because they're tired and they're kind of like cuddling. And Sam takes a picture and the quote is boys hugging makes every yearbook funny. That's a butch line. That's definitely a butch line. Look at them looking all gay and whatnot. Butch, we're going to have to cut this line down, bud. No, keep it all in. Keep it all in. <laughs> I'm Butch Hartman. I have very confused ideas about masculinity. I look like... I did, I did canon <laughs> fairy preg in my last cartoon. <laughs> I, look like a, I, <laughs> I look like a thumb that got a dude spilled onto it. I'm Butch Hartman. I keep accidentally writing trans narratives and then getting very angry about it. <laughs> yeah, because uh, the ultimate trans allegory does come from the gorilla episode where I can't remember why, but Sam's like, you're, you're failing in this one class what learns about the environment. So how about to to do extra credit, you go release a gorilla from the zoo and let it run free. As one does. Because there are only two of them left. They're both male, meaning that they're going to die soon. That's a legitimate thing that they bring up is it's they're both male. They Those two can't fuck, clearly, because Butch Hartman... And then the end of the the fucking climax of the episode <laughs> has Danny defeat the villain who is fucking Skulker who rules by the way. And Sk is, is Skulker the one that's like Ghost Rider? No, Skulker's the one who's kind of just like a RoboCop. And in fact, at one point, his little like arm device gets broken and he just steals a PDA and shoves it into his arm because that's how ghost robots work, I guess. <laughs> and instead, he's just like a little a little sperm boy piloting a big suit. So defeats him. And then you see Danny just be like, awesome. Well, let's save this gorilla. Oh, my God. And then you just get a massive, like, magazine that says, he is a she. Because the end of this Danny Phantom ha episode has Danny staring deeply into a gorilla's vagina and then having it written about in a massively published magazine. Hey, Butch, what the fuck? <laughs> hey, Butch, Butch Hartman, open your DMs. I just want to talk. <laughs> open your DMs like a big animated gorilla vagina, Butch. <laughs> and the line they follow it up with, because the gorilla's name was Samson, they do say Samson was actually a Delilah. Congratulations, Sammy. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus, no, that sucks. That sucks so fucking hard, Butch. That's so fucking awful. Oh, God. So what are your memories of Danny Phantom? That's what I have. Uh, that's what I have from my four episode <laughs> recap. Woof. Um, my memories are hating the parent hating his hating his dad so fucking much um that the town just hates ghost danny 
they just hate all Danny, every Danny. It doesn't matter what variant of Danny it is. Yeah, but they want to kill Ghost Danny, which is ironic because, you know, he's dead. Um, Like, the town actively wants to murder this boy what keeps saving them from evil ghosts. Yeah, like, I, I'm kind of proud of old Butch for not, like, parsing the fact that Danny is half dead. Like, he's not a ghost. He's half fucking dead. Kid's half in the grave. Yeah, that, that's, it's a wild concept. His parents, I mean, it's it's right there in the beginning. His parents built a very strange machine and they partially murdered their child with it. <laughs> if you If you gave this to a... <laughs> After partially murdering their friend in college as well. Yes. If you gave this concept to a competent showrunner, they could make something really interesting. Oh, yeah. That's what I was talking to you about earlier. It's like Spider-Man, but bad. Because, like, you got all the pieces there. Interesting dynamic for a superpower, which is boy what become ghost. Amazing rogues gallery. You just got to fix everything else around this, which honestly... Isn't that hard to do? Part of me wishes I had done a fan fix and just wrote Danny Phantom, but better. That was what I started trying to do, and then I just kept getting mad. Because <laughs> Butch Hartman doesn't doesn't deserve it. Yeah, because what's old Butch? Because we're going to do a Fairly Odd Parents episode eventually, so we can't blow our full Butch load, but... <laughs> What can we get into right now with Butch? Should we get into his weird Christian streaming app that stole a bunch of money from people and then he was just like, eh, whatever, it's okay. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. Uh, how about when he commissions artwork, uh, he traces it He's and he does a horrible job. Such a bad job. You gotta look up the Attack on Titan one. Oh, I, you okay. gotta! You gotta look up the M- M- Mikasa Ackerman one. <laughs> Let Let's see. It's oh, that is absolutely garbage. What's up with her eyes? It's the eyes. The eyes are something. It's like the second he has to draw something that's not in his goofy fucking style, it just falls apart. Yeah, that's what's weird about it. Is like there's part of it where Butch clearly. I hate to say it, Butch tried. And those are the bad parts. What's up with her legs? <laughs> She's... Why would anyone commission art from Butch Hartman? Well, I, I can't get over these legs. Firstly, it does look like she's wearing a diaper. <laughs> and one of her legs is like normal. And the other one is like a spaghetti noodle shooting out the side. Oh, fuck. I hate this man so much. Here, what all has Butch Hartman done that's bad? Everything, yeah. Uh, he's just, he's just a shit, like, like, even if we, like, didn't go into the weird horny shit, he's just a shitty dude. Uh, have you seen when he was like, hey, I'm going to do an updated, like, redraw of, like, what Danny and the gang would look like now as adults? Yeah, yeah, Those suck. Those are rough. Yeah, it's real. <laughs> well, like, here's the thing, and this is, I, I watched something on Danny Phantom, specifically, like, in relation to Butch. Butch did not do the character design. Someone else did the character design for Danny Phantom, and the good stuff came from him, and the shitty stuff came from Butch. That makes sense. <laughs> He's the worst <laughs> to look at. Yeah, I... <laughs> He's real bad. Oh, he created a new show called Hobby Kids Adventures. Is it for the is it for his Jesus? TV thing? Uh, no, it appears to be based off of the real-life YouTube family, Hobby Family TV. It follows the adventures of Hobby Pig. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, God. Hobby, oh, Hobby Frog and Hobby Bear as they use inventions to improve the world while avoiding their arch enemies. 
Well, since they're the hobby kids, their enemies are, of course, the slobby kids featuring of course. slobby rat, slobby skunk, and slobby snake, who is voiced by Butch Hartman, and that's all I'm gonna call him now is Slobby Snake. <laughs> Why does it still sound so fucking horny? I <laughs> I don't know, but in addition to all of the hobby characters and the slobby characters, there is also one name in this character list that stands out, and it is Gamer Goose 194. <laughs> Eh? I am Gamer Goose 194. Oh boy, I don't like it. I don't like it. God, Butch, you fucking absolute mad lad. You suck. You suck so much, Butch. I'm looking up a list of his sins. <laughs> Just a list. <laughs> the sins of Butch Hartman. They are numerous and terrible. The very first thing that comes up when you look up Butch Hartman list of sins is his tweet of him drawing Mikasa. It's so good. <laughs> it's up there, baby. Oh, I can't wait for our Because, like, I feel like Danny Phantom is the one to get into, Dan like, Butch being a shit. Because Fairly Odd Parents, I actually have decent memories of. Danny Phantom, I just don't have many memories. Like, I remember watching it, but I don't remember big moments out of it. Outside of, like, maybe Ember and that episode in the Vlad <laughs> episode. I don't remember you, much stank. this. Because <laughs> I don't either. Like, I was... I was more like, because Fairly Odd Parents came out, I think, when I was like 11. So I remember more of that. I was starting to age out of, of this level of media when Danny Phantom came out. So yeah. I, I wasn't I wasn't in it for quite as long. Uh, so you you picked this one. I assumed you had more of a recollection so of it. So did I. <laughs> <laughs> I. I do have the rap genius pulled up for the... <laughs> The, oh fuck yeah! Uh, drop some, drop some bars. Unfortunately, <laughs> there's not much. Young Danny Fenton, he was just 14 when his parents built a strange machine. It was designed to view a world unseen, and then it's just got a synopsis of what Danny Phantom is. So that's the first uh, <laughs> thing you can click on. When he first woke up, he realized he had snow white hair and glowing green eyes. His eyes were green instead of the usual blue hue. <laughs> Typically, his eyes are blue, but now they're green because, you know, he dead. Because he's a ghost. And, okay, I'm going to read the rest, and I want you to stop me when you think the annotation is there. He could walk through walls, disappear, and fly. He was much more unique than the other guys. It was then Danny knew what he had to do. He's got to stop all the ghosts who were coming through. He's here to fight for me and you. Hook. He's gonna catch them all because he's Danny Phantom. <laughs> gotta catch them all because he's, he's Danny Phantom. So where where do you think the um the annotation is there? Uh, he's gotta catch them all. Uh, no. If you if you had guessed the word hook signifying we're moving into the hook of the song, you would be correct. <laughs> Damn it, I was good. you know, I was gonna say hook is a gag, and then I didn't, and I regret that. And the annotation reads, fish. <laughs> <laughs> and this one actually has some comments, one of which says unrelated, the next one says perfection, and then the last one said alligator fish. <laughs> So it's come to this. So it's come to alligator fish. Well, luckily, I do have some real stank to lay on you this week because I wrote a crossover. Oh, God, it's seven pages. It's got a lot of dialogue. Maybe it's that. Maybe it's that. How did I write seven pages about a show that I could give less of a shit about? I don't know how I did I this. I don't know. I, to be fair, my fic last week was also like... 
six or seven pages, <laughs> but it was mostly dialogue. <laughs> okay, so maybe that's where the stink's coming from, because, oh my god. And this one is a crossover, but I will, uh, I'll leave it to the audience. And I, I did want to try to write an episode. That's why I was, like, watching people's favorite episodes, trying to develop the formula. And the formula is... Danny does normal shit, ghost shows up, <laughs> Danny gets rid of ghost, goes back to normal shit, ghost shows up again, they beat ghost, Danny finishes his normal shit. Uh, I did not follow that formula exactly. But yeah, this is a crossover with something that uh, I could have wrote a fic about in the past and chose not to. Danny sat in his bedroom, still attempting to control his newfound ghostly abilities when he hears a roar come from outside of his room. Danny! It was his father. He burst through the door with all the tact of a man who was shaped like an Xbox Series X. <laughs> Were you messing around in the ghost portal today? Uh, no, not at all, Danny responded, phasing out of existence and being forced to hide underneath his sheets. Oh, really? Then why did I find one of your school books in there? He responds before tossing Danny a bizarre-looking book and sitting on his bed. Look, kiddo, I know what me and your mom do looks like fun, but what we do is serious ghost business. Suddenly, a crash comes from downstairs. The ghosts are messing with our pottery! With that declaration, he leaps and rushes downstairs, preparing to fight ghosts, when, in actuality, <laughs> his daughter Jazz just knocked over a potted plant. This left Danny alone with this strangely thin book. He had never seen anything like it before. It was filled to the brim with pages, but roughly half the size of his normal textbooks in width. He stared down at it, confused, staring at its cover, which read, Hand for Reesey DC." <laughs> and that's where the theme song would cut in the episode. <laughs> Ah, of course. <laughs> the following day at school, Danny and his two friends, Sam and Tucker, were staring down at the book, confused. And you're... Sh How the fuck did we not talk about Tucker? The worst character in the whole show. Because it's just real easy to not talk about Tucker. It's real easy to forget about Tucker, which is ironic. Exactly. Given how much Tucker does in this fic. And you sure that's the whole thing? Tucker asked as he flipped through the pages, staring confusedly at the bizarre phrases written within. Yeah, Dad said he found it in the ghost portal the day I went ghost for the first time. Danny attempts to grab the book from Tucker's hand, but his hand unfortunately immediately goes spectral, leaving the worst side character in the history of television to read on. Interesting find today, Diane. Tucker comments, speaking into a small recording device. Seems to be a book that followed Danny back into our world after his trip into the spectral realm. The entire book seems to have been cut in twain. However, it still seems to be perfectly readable. I'll provide more info later. Tucker, what are you doing? Sam asks, raising an eyebrow. Well, I figured it'd be important for us to keep track on all our new finds since we're going to be helping Danny fight these ghosts. Tucker comments, drawing confused look from the duo. I saw it on a TV show once, so sue me. Look, right here, someone wrote something in here. Danny comments, ripping the book away from Tucker and opening it wide on the table. Thought I'd reference Twin Peaks for some reason. Sue me. Confused? So am I. Let's figure this whole thing out together, shall we? Sam read from the book. What's that supposed to mean? Apparently someone else wants answers to what this thing is, too. Tucker comments. Looks like he signed his name, too. Oh, God. Oh, God. Betel Goose? Oh. Sam comments, confused. Beetle Goose? Danny continues. Oh, son of a No, bitch. it's the name of a star, Tucker comments. They taught us about in, in astronomy. It's Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice? Danny asks, confused. Beetlejuice! It's showtime. A voice calls from within the book as a massive burst of black and white patterned energy blasts from within. The energy surrounds the trio of young students before sucking them into the very pages of the book itself. Danny goes ghost and attempts to save Sam and Tucker, but to no avail. They all fall to their feet in front of what appeared to be a dilapidated carnival, each ride decorated with that gaudy black and white striped pattern, before suddenly in front of them jumped a bizarre looking creature who just absolutely radiated ghostly energy. Hey, how you doing, kids? The figure commented before Danny returned with a questioning stare. So, I assume you're 
Beetlejuice? Oh, oh no, no, no. Be, be careful with the B world now. Uh, don't need people knowing I'm in here. You know, it, it's a whole thing. You say my name, someone else says it, and then their mother, their sister, their extremely marriageable daughter says it. I mean, it's a whole dealio. Oh, I hate this. <laughs> what do you want, Beetlejuice? Tucker comments when suddenly tape appears around both his and Sam's mouths. What I say, kiddo, careful with the B word. Besides the deceased are talking here, give us a little space. With that comment and a wave of his finger, Beege sends Sam and Tucker flying off, trapping them on a demented roller coaster as Danny, Danny attempts to chase after them, but he's suddenly grabbed out of midair by a massive black and white striped tentacle that tosses him to the earth. This impact causes Danny to recede back into his human form, causing Beetlejuice to look at him with wide eyes. Well, 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 someone just got my attention. What are you talking about? Danny comments, making his way back to his feet. Well, look, here's the thing, kid. I'm what they call a uh, fixer. I help out ghosts when they got problems, and that book you got was the... Hand for Reesey DC. I know, I've been reading it all day. Hand for Reesey DC. Beetlejuice raises an eye in confusion. Ah, you know what? That makes sense. Being half dead and all, you probably only ended up, ended up with like half the book. Shut up and let my friends go, Danny responds. Or what? Beetlejuice responds with a sly grin, causing Danny to respond with Beetlejuice. Oh, no, 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 don't do it. Beetlejuice. Oh, God, how, how, how will I ever survive? Beetlejuice. No, I hate to interrupt you there, kid, but I just got to really tell you, this is a this is a bad plan, Denny. My name is Danny. Whatever. I'm just saying, if you say my name three times, it'll save you. But it won't save them. Beetlejuice gestures to the dark carnival where Sam and Tucker are now strapped to buzzsaws that spin in circles while many Beetlejuices toss blades at them. So, what I'm saying is if you want to make it out of here with your tail between your legs, I think it's about time we make a deal. And believe me, you're going to want to hear this. Fine. What's the deal? Seems like you've ended up finding yourself in a rather strange predicament. He comments as Danny's hand phases in and out once again. You got the best of both worlds, kid. Only seen it one other time in my whole afterlife. Half of you's alive, half of you's dead. Half of me's a ghost. And what do you think the first requirement of being a ghost is, idiot? <laughs> Beetlejuice screams at him before clearing his throat. <clears throat> Sorry about that. I'm just on a little edge today. Just got out of a bad relationship with a sandworm. Believe me, you did not want to hear about it. Just get on with it, Danny screams. All right, all right, I get it. You're a businessman. You want all the cards out on the table. With that, Beetlejuice summons a spectral poker table in front of him and uses the cards to visualize his following speech. Seems to me you've got a problem. I got a problem. My the cards, the cards, the cards will tell. <laughs> I got a friend in New Orleans who taught me how to do this. It's real cool. My problem is that I'm stuck here for all my days toiling alone. And to be honest with you, Danny, I just want some friends. I mean, some friends, some partners, you know what I'm saying? He smiles before holding out a decrepit hand for a handshake, which featured maggots crawling across yellowed fingernails. Danny recoils, causing BJ to place his hand back on the table. All right, yep, yeah, yeah, I get it, I get it, social distancing. Look, you see, I'm not made for this world, kid. I'm a star, meant to be out there in the real world, living it up. And all you gotta do is say my name three times in the real world, in your human form, and pop! I'm back out and ready to hit the red light district, baby. The what? I'll tell you when you're older. Which, actually, <laughs> speaking of, that's gonna be the big problem you're gonna be running into soon. What are you talking about? Well, the average lifespan of one of you humans is about 84 years. Given the fact that you're now half dead, whether you like it or not, that means you're only going to get about 42 of those years out of this fuzzy little future corpse of yours. So what are you saying? Danny responds. You go out there in the real world, you say my name three times, and then you give me your powers. Absolutely not! Danny responds emphatically, <laughs> going ghost and rushing for Beetlejuice, who quickly stops him in midair. God, that's fun to watch, I gotta tell you, kid. But you know what? If I was in your position, I'd be doing the exact same thing. You don't know me from Adam, but hey, look, I'm just a guy that likes to travel, likes to go places, and with your powers, my world map would get doubled. Got the world of the dead, the world of the living. I can go to Death Valley, Living Valley, hell, even Hidden Valley. And you get to live your life like you always planned. 
grow up, go to college, marry that cute little goth girlfriend of yours. She's not my girlfriend. Oh, she's not. Well, uh, does anybody got dibs? Because to be honest with you, she's like exactly my type. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Just shut up. Danny responds as BJ slowly lowers him back down to the earth. I, I'll do it. Now that's what I like to hear. He responds with a smile before releasing Sam and Tucker back by his side. Danny grabs his friends tightly and begins chanting the name of Beetlejuice as as the demon grins madly. Right as Danny finishes his last chanting of the name of Beetlejuice, however, BJ reaches forward and grabs Sam by the arm, ripping her away from Danny and Tucker. Sorry, kid. Consider it a little bit of an uh, insurance policy. Suddenly, Danny and Tucker land back in a heap in the normal world, Sam nowhere to be found. Dang it! Tucker comments, rushing forward towards the book that quickly shuts in front of them. We gotta go back in there. We gotta save her. No. I made a deal, and I gotta stick to it. What? No way! You're not giving up your powers to him! It's the only way! Danny responds as Tucker offers up a grimace before rushing over to Danny's backpack. Look, as long as he's still out there, he's gonna be making deals with whatever goes past his way. Tucker comments, pulling out the Fenton thermos. We gotta trap him before he causes any more damage. Tucker, we have to play this safe. He's got Sam. And I've got a plan. Tucker responds with a sly smile. Moments later, Danny finds himself at Fenton Laboratory with the book laying out on a table in front of him. Danny, in his human form, stares down at the book, sighing before slowly uttering, Beetlejuice. 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 <laughs> <laughs> the cackle of Beetlejuice comes from within the book before he busts forth into the real world, carrying Sam in tow, who's now wearing a weird red wedding dress for some reason. Oh, what? God. Uh, look, you get bored in there, okay? Danny! Sam screams out, rushing towards Fenton and embracing him before they both pull away, blushing. Oh, look at this. What a sweet little reunion y'all are having. Now look, come on, kid. It's time to hold up your end of the bargain. Fine. Danny sighs, turning towards the ghost portal. This is the device that turned me into what I am. The way I figure it, if we both walk in at the same time, it should transfer my powers to you. Really? You expect me to believe that? Beetlejuice comments with a sly grin before a tendril shoots from the earth, grabbing Sam and slamming her to the wall, the end of the tentacle wrapping around her mouth. Yes! Come on, it's like that movie I saw! The Fly! You remember? Danny comments, knowing that Beetlejuice couldn't resist an explanation through weird 80s nostalgia. Alright, what the hell, kid? You got me. Let's go. And with that, Danny and Beetlejuice... <laughs> Just reading them both next to each other. <laughs> really drives home how dumb this is. It's a lot. <laughs> slowly walk into the ghost portal when suddenly from within that portal a massive green blast of glowing energy shoots out and pins Beetlejuice to the wall. His body twitches and convulses under the might of the Fenton Thermos which was being wielded by Tucker who had hidden himself away inside of the portal. Ah! Oh, no! No! Don't do it! Put it down! No! Beetlejuice screams before suddenly his screams turn into fits of laughter. No! Ah. Don't! <laughs> oh, God! Oh, sorry about that. It's just you guys are so fucking dumb. What?! Danny screams out as with a whip of his arms, Beetlejuice breaks free of the spectral green energy and summons massive tendrils that grip Danny and Tucker, whipping them both to the wall as well. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Danny's mouth was quickly muffled by the tendril, as was Tucker's. Well, 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 I got <laughs> I have seen enough anime porn to know where this is going. <laughs> well, I gotta give it to you, kid. That was a nice little trick, and look, to be honest with you, if you were dealing with a ghost, you might have had me. This comment causes Danny's eyes to widen as he lets out a muffled gasp. <laughs> Yeah, look, I know I'm kind of burying the lead here, but yeah, I'm what they call a uh, a dynamic entity. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. my I'm also called Lysdexic by my psychiatrist. Anyways, yeah, like I was saying, kid, you're dealing with a professional, and every single one of your little ghost traps ain't going to do a damn thing to a demon. Diane, it seems we found ourselves in a dark carnival of death. A voice pipes up from the corner of the room. BJ looks over distraught as he realizes that Tucker was still holding his recording device in his hand. 
What the hell do you think you're doing, kid? It seems we found ourselves in the possession of an evil spirit who goes by the name Beetlejuice. BJ's eyes widen and he begins to rush towards Tucker as he rewinds the tape to once again say, <laughs> Beetlejuice. No! Beetlejuice screams <laughs> as the tape is rewound once again to spit out Beetlejuice, causing the book to fly open once again, sending the demon back into its pages to suffer another day. Chekhov's Twin Peaks reference. <laughs> Tucker, that was amazing! <laughs> Danny rushes towards his friend and gives him a big embrace as Sam walks up in that garbage-ass red wedding dress. Can we please go to my house so I can change? I look like a dissected Tickle Me Elmo. The trio laugh and walk out to continue another day, hunting ghosts and protecting the innocent. Meanwhile, in the fair state of wisconsin vlad masters paces back and forth staring at his army of weirdly jewish vultures who have once again <laughs> failed in their attempt to kill jack fenton vlad sighs staring down at the picture of him and jack's wife madeline he lays the picture face down before pulling out a key and unlocking a drawer on his desk pulling out a book which was titled book the Ntly east <laughs> Vlad stares at it with a heavy sigh before opening it and saying, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Boom! Credits! Gotta catch him all because he's Beetlejuice! Gotta catch him all because he's Beetlejuice! Oh, gosh. <laughs> that was a lot. I did love it, though. It was a lot. I, I hated it and I loved it. I, I, they always have like a little Chekhov's thing in the beginning of the episode that comes back to bite them at the end. And that's why I was like, they've got a recording device that can play Beetlejuice on it. I don't know if that's how the rules of Beetlejuice work, but hey, Danny Phantom plays so fucking hard and loose with ghost rules that it does not matter. I, I do want our listeners at home, uh, just to, like have have an image in their head uh to experience this how i did which is uh scotty like telling spinning this yarn while just manically rocking back and forth in an old wooden rocking chair for some reason i don't know why that that's that's the mood or the 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 look for for this recording session. Well, but... I used to use a gaming chair, and then my spine broke in two, and I realized it's a lot comfortable to sit in an old wooden rocking chair versus a gaming chair. I'm real curious how that's going to affect the audio of you constantly moving uh closer and away from the microphone. Oh, I'm I can feel. Oh no, you've sent me. Oh no, it's Beetlejuice, Timmy. Oh yeah, I did, I did send you a couple Beetlejuices while you were telling that story. <laughs> it's just Beetlejuice dressed as Danny. That's my fan fiction. It's Beetlejuice as Danny Phantom. I googled Beetlejuice Butch Hartman and those were what came up. I hate um, that. I hate that. <laughs> I had to know. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm curious what that's going to do for the, the audio of you, you rocking back and forth like a folksy grandpa spinning <laughs> your Beetlejuice yarns. Hold on. Whoa. <laughs> okay, I'm looking at the waveform. It's fine. It's okay. <laughs> It's just more of that good ASMR you crave. <laughs> Most ASMR is like left ear to right ear. This one's far away, Grandpa. Close up, Grandpa. Far away, Grandpa. Close up, Grandpa. <laughs> it's just coming right at you. <laughs> it's like the it's fucking... Like, it's like... <laughs> it's, the, it's the get out running experience in ASMR. <laughs> It's that ASMR when it comes and gets you. <laughs> so like I said, my, my first thing was like, I, wa I want to fix it. <laughs> I, it's like when you see, it's like when you see uh, uh, someone and you're like, I can fix them. <laughs> Danny Phantom is your abusive relationship of change one day it's okay i can fix them because <laughs> um, <laughs> it's it's so close to being something that could be good um 
<laughs> if it didn't have that Butch Hartman stink on it's it. It's got so much Butch Hartman stank on it. That's why I'm afraid to go back to Fairly Odd Parents, because, like... I, As you well should be. I'm afraid of where the stank is on it, because I don't remember much Everywhere. stank, but then... I do find You didn't remember the Mpreg. I don't know. That was when I dropped off from Fairly Odd Parents, but like I didn't remember that. I didn't remember fucking the very racist William Hung joke that they put in that I sent to you earlier today where they just titled it Fairly Odd Parents Funny Asian. Oofa doofa butch. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so yeah, I, I had started that because like, there's the, one of the big like fan things is that Danny, Danny Fenton works really well as like a, a a trans like character in much the same way of like Dipper Pines or, or Jenny, Jenny, the, the, the robot, the teenage robot. Oh God. I did not even remember that show. Uh, I I kind of knew it, sort of, but just that these are all characters that get mentioned in conversation with each other of weren't written specifically as trans, but work real well if you think about it for like two seconds. Uh, And so I was like, you know, I could do something with this, but then it was also like, "Mm, I don't want to live in this Hartman world any longer than I have to. Pretty much. So instead, I was like, you know... Everything's everything's getting the the reboot treatment now. What if we just what if we just did that? What if we just completely removed it from its context uh, and just did that instead? Now, an animated reboot or a CW-esque Riverdale reboot? It's funny you use those exact words. No. Oh, <laughs> I hate you so fucking much. <laughs> It's okay. We won't linger there long. I have multiple things. I I have wheels within wheels, Scotty. (laughs) Uh, But yes. So yeah, imagine that you're like an exec and I, I, I'm coming, I'm coming into you, into your office with my, with my like reams of, of paper and things. And yeah. My name is C.W. Bevis and I welcome you to this pitch meeting, Madison (laughs) Show. Hello there, Mr. C.W. Breakfast. <laughs> C.W. Breakfast. The head of the C.W. I said, like, Be- Beppus or some C-W shit. C.W. Beepus. Head of the C.W. Mr. C.W. Beepus. <laughs> now, what, what, what made me think of, what made me start going down this road yes. is, uh, like you had said, Spider-Man but worse uh, to which I had responded over text when we were talking, Spider-Man but corpse. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you know, they don't lean into that enough. Like, yes, he's he's a fa- he's a phantom, he's a ghost, but like, what if we really leaned into the fact that like he is partially dead? <laughs> he is mostly dead. <laughs> he's only mostly dead. Um, <laughs> now I hate to cut you off, but we do already have eye zombie. So yes, I know, I know. I zombie is Miss. Shut up, Mister Beavis. I'm not done. Let me do my pitch, Mister Beavis. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just like I like to work universes in. Perhaps this is in the I zombie extended universe. <laughs> Look, I I've got uh I've got a, a huge crush on fucking um. Oh God, what's his name on on Rahul Kohli just as much as everybody else? <laughs> yes, that's why we brought them in. <laughs> but uh, no, no, the way they're not not necessarily a zombie. This Danny doesn't lust for brains. I mean, I guess he could. I don't know, but that we lean more heavily in into the the partially dead thing in in this sort of gritty Riverdale-esque reboot. Oh, I like where... that. Oh, 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 Beepus likes that. <laughs> the rocking chair really adds to this for some reason. It really does. Uh where yeah, you've got the Fentons as these these local kooks, these ghost hunters who are ostracized from the community, and they accidentally 
kill their son. And they think they've killed him all the way. And the the whole town like shuns them because yeah, they and like like, like you know, it's an accident. You know, they're not like like sent to like prison or whatever, but you know. Okay. They're 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 just like, you know, nobody associates with the fucking Fenton house anymore. They're ghost lunatics. They killed their kid. <laughs> All right, I, so it's ostracized ghost hunters and their family. They're part of a family business, you could say. Could we throw a gay angel in there that we send to super hell at some point? Because that's what I, the CW fans crave. <laughs> they love it so much. God, the more I break it down, the more I'm shocked that the CW has not optioned this yet. Like, Jesus Christ, it fits the bill perfect. But then, uh, out of the ground, green light, and, you know, it does that little shifty thing, and there's there's that 20-something-year-old kid playing a teenager. <laughs> with glowing green eyes and white hair. He is um, 30. He was just 14, but he's played by an actor who's 33. <laughs> <laughs> he's Danny Phantom. <laughs> but, like, he's kind of nasty looking. Oh, I like that. Oh, beep, it's like that. <laughs> like, like, bits of him are, like, kind of rotting and gross. Okay. Um, and so whenever he does, like, I would say, like, he, he can, like, switch between the two. Um, like, he can go back to being a human. Whenever he does go gro- go ghost, he also does go gross. Oh, okay. So, like, the transformation between the two involves, like, eye sockets falling out or being put back. Oh, my God, what if he has to put himself back together Yes! He's like a human puzzle that he has to solve every time. (laughs) So, like, he does get ghost powers, but the cost is, like, he looks, he's fucking nasty. He's, he dead. He He dead dead as hell. Yeah. And so, like, his parents literally don't realize that it's him because he dead, though. (laughs) Because he dead. So, wait, you're saying that unlike in the show, he never goes back to his parents? Yes. Oh, that's dark. Yeah, that he's got to be. He does go back to town, but like different, different, different boy identity. Di- I am different boy now. Hello, I am in f- different boy. In fact, if you really did want to spin it this way, if you wanted to keep the the trans Danny narrative that a lot of the fans do like, that maybe, maybe, maybe was was AFAB. Ghost murdered, sees this opportunity, <laughs> is like, am boy now. I am dude now. I am fan. <laughs> Danny. Danny now. <laughs> Danny, that's a good name, too. Um, God, what? It, I'm Now I'm just going through all the different worlds in which we could make this work. Like, you could even go down a um, fucking Invisible Man from Doom Squad situation where... Danny, human boy, dies, possesses someone else, and they become late. Possesses Sam! Ooh! Ooh, that's powerful. That's good. That's powerful. And they can use, like, a little puzzle to change between them, and then they can... <laughs> well, they're dueling for card games. <laughs> like a whole puzzle like this, and then they can use it to play children's card games real good. <laughs> I mean, and then you know, yeah, it's just uh, it's a gritty reboot. So you know, the ghosts, you know, commit murders. And obviously, like the parents, I feel like we're just making a different show at this point. But I do like the idea <laughs> the parents have to try to hunt him down. So like that's yes. the big twist. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, what if Danny gets involved in an accident that kills his parents, and then? His sister, in a blood rage, who always hated hunting ghosts, now has to hunt ghosts to avenge their parents' death, but then they realize that it was Danny who did it all along. Now we're making Dexter, but with ghosts. <laughs> well, the one other big change that I was going to make was one that I, I, I read on, on, on IMDb, which is which makes actually a lot of fucking sense yeah. uh, when you think about it for two seconds. Um 
was that Vlad Masters was originally supposed to be a a vampire, but then Nickelodeon was like, that's too scary. Vampires are scary. He's got ghost powers instead. You mean the character named Vlad Plasmius (laughs) was supposed to be a a vampire? How? How could he be vampire? I know. So in in my in my show he he is the vampire and and him and Danny have a much more um nebulous working relationship because morally gray is in right now. Damn right. God, I really wish I remembered how the show ended. What the fuck? Well, apparently I know how it ended for Vlad cuz I'm on the fandom and it just is a picture of Vlad on a random rock in space floating through it like Dr. Manhattan and the caption just says Vlad finally accepts his loneliness. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Incel gets fired off into space. After the Earth is saved by Danny, because apparently this went places, Vlad is shown sitting alone on a small asteroid, finally coming to terms with his eternal solitude as a free-roaming space nomad before being struck by the disasteroid. Hey, Butch! Butch, can we talk? Butch, are you good? Ha! Huh. So what made you think ghosts go to space, Butch? What made you think space? And you didn't even bring space ghost into it. Hey. So that was my that was my uh, gritty Riverdale-esque reboot of Fuck, Danny Phantom. Fucking hate it. Do you have any p- I, potential castings for it? I did not. I don't know any of those little fuckers. Yeah, that's the thing. Like I don't know. Um Vlad Masters is Tim Curry. <laughs> But we did Mark Hamill. It's more Oh, actually no fuck. Yeah, apparently Mark Hamill was on Danny Phantom and I wanted to watch that episode cuz I love when Mark Hamill gets to do shit that's just fucking off the wall bonkers. I love when Mark Hamill does anything. So I had I had one other, but it had it, it's not fleshed out in any way. It was just, it's like three sentences, but I know you'll love it. Okay. I know it'll make you happy. Okay. <laughs> Strike me with it. Uh, on on a, a ghost-busting venture, uh, Danny Phantom gets discovered and subsequently adopted by Holtzman and the other Ghostbusters. Fuck yes! Fuck yes! Take out Hemsworth, which makes me sad because I do love Hemsworth, but just like now you have this is our twink ghost pet that we keep around every once in a while. Yeah, like the OG crew gets Slimer, the the, the Holtzman and Abby and Patty and the other one. <laughs> they, they've got, you know, the other one. They've got Danny, their little teen ghost boy twink. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I for me, I just love the mental image of Holtzman finding Danny and bringing him back to the base. Like, can I keep him? Can I keep him, please? <laughs> and like the other ones, just be like, "That's a whole ass child, <laughs> Holtzman. That's 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 a boy." As a teenage boy, it'd be like, no, but his parents suck. Like they fucking, they fucking suck. They yeah. half, they half murdered him. Can we keep him? Let me keep my twink child ghost, please. <laughs> I do like to think that they'd say no, and Holtzman would just threaten them with a gun, like not even a ghost gun. She's like, fucking try it. Okay, fine. Like it's not even a real threat. <laughs> I've known Danny for one day, and if anything <laughs> happened to him, I would kill everyone in this room and then myself. <laughs> God, I want this now, but I also want Danny in this universe to be a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Not a teen boy, just a dog. Just a little dog that turns into a Danny Phantom the Corgi who gets adopted by Holtzman and can become a ghost dog at will is so... So powerfully better than anything that's ever come out of Butch Hartman's mouth. 
You know, Danny Phantom, he was just a corgi. <laughs> <laughs> when his owner's built a very strange machine. <laughs> All right, we fixed Danny Phantom, which honestly was not that hard. But now... Very low bar. It's time to move on to next week. Mac, and what are we doing next week? It's your week to bake. It is. It is my week. Um... Scotty, do you consider yourself a real gamer? Oh, no. There are so many places that this can go, and I'm terrified with each possible outcome of this. I play the Animal Crossing. <laughs> Shit, I gotta sell my turnips. Damn it. <laughs> well, I guess that answers that question pretty well. Uh... I'm I I'm gamer adjacent. Does that help? <laughs> no, no. Wait, when you when you went fuck, I gotta sell my turnips. That that answered the question for me pretty pretty well. Uh, pretty well enough. Um, I I really want to talk about a game that has completely taken over my fucking life. Okay. And and that uh, and that just. I have I have a lot of love for, and that I don't know if you know a goddamn thing about. It but is I guess we'll... Minecraft. <laughs> it's 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 Minecraft. I want to talk about Dream and the Minecraft SMP. <laughs> I want to talk about <laughs> Fortnite now. <laughs> no, um, I really really want to talk about Hades. Okay, yeah, no, no, I knew this. I I fucking knew that this was where this was going, and I will buy Hades for the Switch and just binge it. Cause I, I you, you could you could just watch playthroughs online. Yeah, I'm really not asking you to go out and buy Hades if you don't Hades. want to. I'm a buy. No, but, but you I, should. I would love to be the reason you buy Hades because everyone should buy Hades. Yeah, I, I mean, like it's based in like mythology, which is my shit. I'll probably just come and talk about God of War or some shit. But yeah, look, I, I like mythology shit. So fuck yeah, let's do this next week, baby. It's Hades. But until then, where can people find you on the internet? They can find me in a very strange machine, um, <laughs> also known as Twitter, um, at, at Meg underscore danger, where I am talking. I don't know what the fuck I talk about from day to day. I could be talking about Onola class, a podcast about books and, and, and classic literature ding dogs. I, I could be talking about that that new show that uh, we're working on that that hot new shit i like how we actively promote it on our twitters but we still act like it's a secret for fun fiction we're like yeah i don't know why i don't know why we're doing that there's something wrong with us fundamentally i think it's because we're gonna do a big episode promoting it after the the 80s episode so we are yeah i think we're gonna bring on the other person involved in that <laughs> the, 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 to talk about Shrek. I don't know. There's a trailer out though. The podcast feed is live. You can listen to it. It's called The no, Weird. Sh sh shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> don't reveal it to the audience. We're making another fucking show together. But you can't know about it. You can't know yet. Unless you follow us on Twitter at Meg underscore danger or at Scotty Mo S C O T T Y E M O. And you can check out all my other podcasts from the mini adventures of Sammy magic to a load of BS to JWF ignition, all where you can get your podcasts, ladies and gentlemen. And I don't know what the weird is. I don't know. I've never heard of that. We're sick in the head. There's something wrong with us. <laughs> um, thank you to Best Special Day. Special spanks to Best Day. You made the music for the podcast. You, you, you mad lad. Um, you can hear more of that at soundcloud.com slash best hyphen day or by going on to Spotify or Apple Music and searching Best Day. Hey! And you can support us at patreon.com slash load of BS or you can fucking... I forgot I made it! I forgot I made the world's 
greatest piece of merchandise. You thought Hawk Babadook was the new shit. Oh, God, that's right. Oh, fuck. Baby Yoda Hawk Babadook garbage shirt is the greatest thing I've ever created on this earth. It's so fucking... What's it? it says, my name is Hawk Babadook. I hate the government. I love my podcasts. My pronouns are unknowable and unkillable. And it's just got baby Yoda on it. Every time I look at it, it shaves a week off my life. I'm going to buy it. And when I'm vaccinated, I'm going to wear it to pride. And everyone who looks at it is going to fucking hate me. I, I, <laughs> you held on the pra too, for too long. And I thought you were about to say, I'm going to wear it to prom. And I'm going to dance the night away. In my I'm going to do that too. People, like, quarantine has made me insane. When it's safe, take pics of yourself wearing the new Hot Papa Duke shirt at prom, please. <laughs> please, for the love of God. <laughs> Guess you guys weren't ready for that, but your kids are gonna love it. <laughs> you know that. You know that new sound you've been looking for? It's not this. It's, it's not, not this. this. <laughs>